When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today, we are going to talk about uh, Ketanji Brown-Jackson. She is President Biden's nominee for the Supreme Court. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through her history, her qualifications, a couple of her rulings, just so people can get a, uh, a picture of who she is, you know, beyond the whole historic thing that everybody's talking about. Um... And we'll uh, see if there's anything in this that might come up from Republicans during the hearings. Okay, let's start with this. She went to Harvard. She went to Harvard. Her thesis was about the plea bargaining system in the United States. And I believe the subtitle of it was Coercion of the Criminal Defendant. Her positions on the criminal side of things are probably heavily influenced by the fact that her uh, uncle was sentenced to life for a nonviolent substance crime while she was in college. Uh, she also has family in law enforcement. So, I would imagine that that, that position is probably going to be assailed by Republicans. They're going to try to talk about that and... Uh, probably frame it as soft on crime or something like that. It is important to note that her job at the Supreme Court is to interpret the Constitution, not to sentence defendants. Okay, so while she was in college, she protested against a Confederate flag that was displayed in a dorm room but was visible through a window. Um, and uh, she protested against that. That's probably going to come up as well, um, given the Republican Party's sudden fascination with, with the Confederacy. Uh, after college, she became a reporter for the time. She dabbled in journalism for a little bit. Then she goes back to uh, go to law school, edited the Harvard Law Review, graduated law school in '96. Then she, I think she did uh, one clerkship, then spent a year in private practice, did two more clerkships. Uh, one of those, uh, one of those, she, she clerked for Justice Breyer, which is funny because that's, that's who she'll be replacing. Um, so there's that. After that, she bounced around private practice. She was special counsel for the United States Sentencing Commission. And uh, then she became a public defender. So, in 2010, she was appointed as the vice chair of the United States Sentencing Commission. If you don't know what that is, in the federal system, there are guidelines. The Sentencing Commission develops those guidelines. Um, so in 2013... Um, she became a district court judge in D.C. and stayed there until 2021. Then she became an appellate court judge. Uh, 
So, as far as history, not a whole lot they're going to be able to go after. I mean, not really. They'll try because they are who they are. But uh, there's nothing there. This is somebody who has experience across the board in the legal system. Okay, so as far as rulings, she ruled against the Department of Corrections in a case involving somebody who was deaf. And the Department of Corrections didn't make accommodations for that person. Uh, one ruling that I think pretty much everybody watching this channel might be familiar with, or at least a part of it, is one that occurred during Trump's impeachment. <laughs> uh, subpoenas were sent out. Somebody didn't want to comply with a subpoena because Trump told him not to. And a ruling came out, got a whole lot of media coverage. It included the phrase, presidents are not kings. That's Judge Jackson. Um, she has ruled against terminating grants for uh, programs aimed at countering teen pregnancy. They were going to be terminated early. She ruled against that. That may come up because it, it's related to family planning, and that's a hot-button thing that they'll want to talk about. Um, she ruled in favor of unions against Trump, and she issued an injunction um, that would have stopped the fast-track deportations of people. Now, from where I sit, I, I'm, I'm relatively happy with these rulings. Um, some of them are probably going to come up during the hearings. The thing is, these rulings are... that This is her job. Her job would be to interpret the Constitution and make sure that the law is applied equally. There is nothing in her background that I was able to find that suggests she's not capable of that. Um, we'll wait to the hearings to talk about qualifications and all of that stuff, but I am fairly certain that the Republican Party has confirmed let less qualified people to the bench recently. Um, so while I know conventional wisdom right now says that she's just going to sell through and she very well might, um, there's probably enough votes to get her through. I, I would imagine that there will be people who try to grandstand during the confirmation process. And those are going to be some of the things they talk about. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.